Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Rinthigpen. Always excited to be in the place with you. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Listen, we are here. We are in my favorite month of the year, minus July, which is my birthday, because if you've been following the BBP, you know I'm all about being intentionally selfish. So at this point, at the time that you are hearing this, I just came off of another one of my annual six-week self-lovecations, doing all the personal development work that I'm supposed to do for myself so I can stay at the top of the game and be here fully for you, not posturing, not posing, not in my ego, but always in fun, play, and informative. And today, I have someone who is absolutely special. You guys that are familiar with the BBP for years now know that I am a professional stalker, secretly, and I have absolutely been loving on this woman. She is bringing very serious information in the most fun way. She has charisma, character, and she just happens to be a really dope woman with a major impactful mission that I happen to benefit from because I'm her target market. So there's that part. All right. I want to bring with you, with you, to you, for you, Eleanor Beaton. She is phenomenal. The CEO and founder of Safi Media, an education and coaching company for women entrepreneurs. She has a mission to make sure that women entrepreneurs stop playing small, that you value yourself, your time, your life, and your business and give everything its position rightfully so, in the place that it should be. So you can have 1 million and up and be as impactful as you're supposed to be in this world. Eleanor, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? I am feeling joyous and I am so honored to be here with you and your incredible community. Thank you. I'm excited to have you. So everything I said was 100% true. You are doing the thing. I was looking at one of your... It was probably in the last week and you spoke to my heart when you were talking, I think it was on Instagram or LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. one of the platforms that I'm stalking you on. And you said, be very, I'm kind of rephrasing, but you said basically your time is the most valuable asset you have as a human, but especially as a woman entrepreneur, because we don't value our time. And you gave some really dope tips in in that with talking about well, how you do your calendar every Monday and you know what you're doing to plan out things to make sure that you're keeping yourself accountable to not only your goals and your milestones, but your overarching mission, which I really value. Would you love to tell everyone a little bit more about what you're doing at Safi Media? Yes, yes. So Safi Media, the vision of this company, I mean, I've had this vision since I was a kid, really. Um, you know, it's it's really about advancing a model of economic growth that nourishes the planet one woman-owned business at a time. Mm-hmm. Because I really believe that, you know, when women in particular value ourselves, not for what we can produce for the world, not even for what we can contribute, but just because that is our birthright as humans. Like we were born queens. Yes. And, you know, we have the right to value ourselves simply for who we are. And I think that valuing creates a new reality in which we grow from a place of sufficiency, not from a place of scarcity. 
Yeah. You hit a lot of good, hard points there because that sufficiency I equate to thriving in the most tangible way possible. And many of us were stuck in survival mode for so long. I know as a company owner for 11 years, I can speak to that as well. My first few years in business with my husband, we were hand to mouth, bootstrapped entrepreneurs trying to make it work. And the answer in my brain at the time was do more. Right. Yeah. Do more, do more, do more, do more. And that's how it, that showed up in my parenting too. Right. Like yeah. put them in more activities, get them on more lists, like do, yes. do the things so they can break all the boxes. And the reality is when you have systems in place and a guide, an advisor, mentor, coach, whatever mm-hmm. he or she may be to you, or maybe a team of them to help you through it, like you guys at Safi Media, you don't have to reinvent the will and you get to do things in a more strategic and meticulous way that isn't overwhelming, that's not stretching you thin to the point that you can't show up fully in your business, which I'm sure you're dealing with, or you've seen with some of your past clients, if not your current. Absolutely. You know, and and I've, I've been there myself too. And for so many, you know, for myself, for so many of the clients that I work with, I'm sure with so many of the people who are listening here today, you know, we are in business very often selling transformation, whether it's HR consulting, diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting, leadership coaching, change management, relationship support, like all of these things. And my fundamental belief is that we need to um, live it to give it. Mm. And I had to have a CTJ with myself at one point where I was like, my friend my sweetheart, my girl, my queen, you are selling leadership and you are living in scarcity. You are pushing yourself. You are telling yourself constantly to drive harder because you don't feel like you're worthy unless you're, you know, continuously producing and achieving and striving. And you need to, you need to stop this. And, and, you know, what was so interesting is when that happened, when that was my model, every time I accomplished a goal, I didn't feel successful. I felt relieved. Right. So I think, you know, when we talk about balancing boldly, like for me, it has really been about having your favorite word boundaries, like boundaries with myself mm-hmm. and really, you know, talking to myself about this idea of sufficiency of space. And that's where some of the time management stuff comes from. It's like, let's make sure, you know, like this summer, for instance, I took an experiment where I, took my two, my top prime producing hours of the day, which are 9am to Mm 11am. And I decided to give them back to myself. Nice. I was like, this is for me. This is for my creativity. This is for my wholeness. So I compressed the amount of time that I have to actually work in my business. Mm -hmm. And wow, what a difference because it forced me to focus exclusively on the highest value, delegate everything else, or just stop doing it. Yeah. You know, and wow, what a, what a, what a difference. But, you know, when you talked about your six week self love location, I'm, yes, girl, right okay? I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what is that? That sounds amazing. But it's like, you know, you're different. Mm-hmm. You're a different human. The way your yeah. availability to show up for people is so different when we give this to ourselves and we keep thinking we need to earn it. Because, and that comes from scarcity because we're not worth it. So we have to do something to earn it. And it's like, no, you can just do it right now. Mm -hmm. You can just do it right now. Listen, Eleanor, you are about to make me throw a shoe across the room. And I mean that with love. Those 
come to Jesus moments, I've definitely had more than my fair share. And I'm a minister as well. So it's also really hilarious when I'm like, look, Lord, come on now. Right now. <laughs> So it's me and God, it's me and me, (laughs) all of it, but you know, God knows their children. So there's that part and all of our special specialness. And with everything you said, there's so much power in it because when you collapse time and not feel beholden to the world's definition of what work life has to look like, oh, you, you have to put in eight, 10, 12, when you're a new entrepreneur, it looks more like 16 plus hours a day mm-hmm. uh, with all the things that you're doing. And part of it is because you're you're paddling in a boat with a big hole in it, right? Like yeah. you're moving forward and you're not living fully because you're not able to live what you teach in the way that you're, you're talking about. You're literally trying to sell something that you don't necessarily wholeheartedly believe in because you're not taking your own medicine from it. Yeah. And even though, you know, logically, because yeah. I love women and our beautiful, brilliant brains. We're so magnificent. Mm-hmm. We know logically because we do the research and we have the all the things that you're supposed to have, certifications, degrees, blah, 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 the experience. And then we don't trust it. And there will be another human, whatever they look like, that will come up and have one eighteenth of your experience that they just woke up to last year. Yes. And you've been doing it for 20 plus years before you even became an entrepreneur. And you will sit there in awe trying to figure out how they have the audacity to do what they're doing and seemingly successful partially. And I'm not talking about the scammers. I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about the people, right, who have done it that way. I'm talking about the people who woke up yesterday to whatever their experiment with their dream is, but they believed in it. They took the medicine. They were doing the work for six months, a year, two years, compared to your 25, and they were rocket shipping, usually because they have someone guiding them. And a lot of us feel like, and I just had this conversation with a a client that kind of comes back in for check-ins here and there. And she said, I feel like when I have to constantly say, I need Nikita in my life, I need Nikita in my life right now, that there's something wrong with me, that I have so much going on with me that I would possibly need to keep coming to an advisor. And I was like, this is exactly what's right with you. What are you talking about? Listen, can we just pause? Now I need to throw a shoe. (laughs) No, I need to throw a shoe, okay? (laughs) And I've got good aim and a good arm. I'm sure you do too. Yes, ma'am. Thank goodness nobody's in here with us. But what, (laughs) you know, like... I want to pause there because, again, I think that comes from this heart of deficit. Mm -hmm. And there are so many cultural, Mm -hmm. socio-political reasons, right, that we may feel that way as women, as women of color, like that we may feel that way, right? So that's a thing for sure. And it makes us feel like when we need support, it's because there's something missing because we've been raised to value ourselves less. Mm -hmm. And then when we need the support, but you know, I want to share something really interesting. So my, um, a, a family member of mine married into an extremely 
privileged white family. Like they had been privileged for multiple generations. Mm -hmm. And here's what I noticed. So then one of their sons was going to where my mother is from, which is the Fiji Islands. And they were going there. And he reached out to ask, um, you know, to say this and then to ask for all of these, look, you know, do you have connections in this, in this, in this, that you could make some introductions for him? And it was, my mom was like, what, what is that? Like (laughs) make introductions for, and I was like, mom, Mm -hmm. privilege Mm -hmm. always, they don't question. Of course they would find an easy way. Of course they are worthy of all the help. And you know what? Let's take something out of that book, mom. You know, and it was, and so to me, that's the same factor, which says, because I have this extraordinary support, I'm missing something. And I'm like, no, you know, we need more than enough support, more that we are worthy of so much support that it just brims over and we have so much extra and we live in a state of expansion and spiritual luxury where our cup is overflowing all the time. Mm, 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 mm. Hi, right. me. I'm gonna stay in my seat. Right. And jump up and do a praise dance because you're a thousand percent on it. Seriously. We often, especially as women, will not feel worthy of help because we feel like it makes us look weak yeah. instead of seeing the strength and vulnerability, the strength in the ass, the strength in the boldness to have audacity to say, you know what? Who do I know? Who do I know that might know that could be connected to and might possibly have an inroad in whatever that facet is, especially if you happen to be a listener who has a B2B company, yes. right? Where yes. you're trying to get into other companies. I know B2C when you're working with individual humans is a little bit tougher mm-hmm. because yeah. people are so sensitive. <laughs> my husband is always saying people be people in. They're so sensitive. And you're like, listen, you need to work with Eleanor. She's great. Why? Why? What's wrong with me? I got great time management. Like, first of all, that's not all her company does. Okay. But that's, that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, and I think you are a good fit to be elevated by someone who owns a massive empire like Safi Media. That's the, the reason for the connection, but we take things so personal when it's not a company to company connection instead of seeing like, wow, you know, Nikita, Lisa, Tom, David, they really saw something in me to match me or connect me or refer me to this other human that is doing big things. And if we could just get out of our own way and break our own box of whatever expectations, those private expired non-serving expectations we have of how things are supposed to work because they don't work for us. That's not what they were set up for in the first place, which is a whole soapbox. Let me, let me pull it back. Oh my God. It's so hard sometimes. (laughs) But you know what I, you know, I have a saying for myself and others and it's be humble, not modest. Yes. So, you know, I think modesty is totally overrated. Do not let everybody know. Have your brag book. I remember having like a little brag book when I was a kid that I would keep yeah. constantly updated with all my things, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, have the brag book. Tell everybody. Lead with the wins. Like, that's all great. But the humility is and 
I'm not perfect. I don't have to have all the answers. I need help. I'm a work in progress. And I will say, like, honestly, the, the most profound lesson that I have learned in the last year, the most profound personal development lesson has been that truly I don't have to be perfect and that the parts of me that mess up are as sacred and worthy as the parts of me that kill it. Mm. And we can say that, like, I knew intellectually, Nikita, that I didn't have to be perfect. But the reality was, I actually didn't believe that. I really did think that I was, uh, that I did have to be perfect. And once you accept that wholeness, the wholeness of who we are, which, you know, is such a powerful spiritual teaching. And now we know why, because it takes us a long time to learn it. But that now you can bring the fullness and wholeness of who you are. And the more I grow, the more I learn, the more I realize it is about bringing wholeness all the time and showing up like that for each other, you know, Um, and that's where all of our power comes from. A thousand percent. I can't wait to our private tea conversation because there's so (laughs) We have to go barefoot though, no shoes because listen, listen, I feel, you know. I'm, I'm with you. I'm about to kick my shoes off yeah. under desk right now as we're speaking. <laughs> you, you're just hitting it. You're, it's one of those, I'm a really verbal person and I'm lost for words because you are just hitting it. And with everything that you're doing, I want to make sure that the women and those few brave men that are listening to us understand that you're not just talking ethereally. You are putting these things into practice. You've, anchored your talents, your skills, and your gifts to a mission that's bigger than you. Because you could just be like, I'm just going to be self-absorbed and stay right here and not be intentionally selfish, which I feel like is a personal intimate gift to create joy. When you're intentionally selfish, you have spaciousness now. You're full now to overflow and not give from a space of resentment versus the lexicon definition of it, which is a whole research background thing, which we'll get into that later privately. But because you're doing this in real time and real life, how does that allow you to create work life and love balance for yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you able to now take all these big, bold things that you are doing in practical time? Like, you've made them tangible to give yourself everything that you want and the pieces that mm-hmm. you want to digest them in. And how is that showing up for you in your life? Mm. Oh my gosh, such a powerful question. You know, um, my work, so my mission is really to double the number of women entrepreneurs who sustainably scale past a million in annual revenue by 2030. That's the mission. And we know it's a big mission and it requires taking a lot of bold actions. So I would say that, you know, every week I'm doing something that makes me afraid. Mm. And so um, in order to do that sustainably, to have that balance, I have, I had to learn how to have like a wholeness practice because here's what would happen. I would basically take on these risks and then I would start to get afraid and I would coach myself. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. just a limiting thought. Let's dissolve that limiting thought. Mm -hmm. No, that was an inner voice from my five-year-old or that 14-year-old or that eight-year-old and who was talking to me and I was using coaching and I love coaching, but I was using it, misusing it as a way to shut out the voice of my younger selves and inner selves who had to be heard. So the most important practice that I have is taking space every day and literally sitting down and being like, how are we doing? 
I'll have even pictures of my younger self. Like I have a picture of my five-year-old self on my desk. How are we doing? And then I'll explain, okay, everybody, this is what we're doing this week. We're taking these risks. And you know what? I, you know, I want to know how you're feeling about it. I want you to bring everything here. You're safe within me. And I have this. I am here. I can protect you. Like I, you know, I, I am a 44 year old woman with lots of experience and I've got this and, and, you know, I want you in it with me. And it's this wholeness practice. And that to me is the heart so that you stay whole and in balance as you continue to stretch and grow. I love this. This is such a compliment to some of the mirror work that I do with our clients and you adding this, which again is a whole private tea conversation. I'm sorry, BPP listeners. I know you're like, listen, we want to know. We want to know too. (laughs) Like we're going to keep this on a schedule here for y'all. Right? (laughs) But this is, this is beautiful. You're challenging yourself. You're stretching yourself in a way that doesn't overextend or put you into anxiety. Cause I know that that can be a fine line when you're yeah, doing something absolutely. that's scary and big and bold, but you don't want to paralyze yourself in the yeah. process because you have all these other specific things that you have to hit. I saw that calendar girl. I saw what your mm-hmm. Mondays look like. <laughs> yes, <laughs> You're like, I got things to do. I can't yes. be getting locked up in fear. So I really appreciate that on multiple levels. And then it gives you, I feel like you almost answer my, uh, you know, my favorite question of how do you give yourself permission to pause because yours is set into your wholeness practice. Yeah, it in is. In ways like this is. It is. Wow. Structure, I think, is what gives us freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I say um, systems and thick thighs save lives. Oh, my God. That's so good. (laughs) But you and you have the systems. I haven't seen your thighs, but I've Mm -hmm, seen the mm -hmm. systems. Listen, I work on my deadlifts all the time. You're like, I can crush a couple watermelons. Exactly. Don't play. No problem. (laughs) Don't play. So Eleanor, how can people connect with you and find out more about the work you're doing at Safi Media? Oh, thank you. So if you like podcasts, I would check out, I have a show called Power Presence Position. Power Presence Position. You can check out that show. And um, yeah, EleanorBeaton.com is my site. And I do love Instagram at Eleanor Beaton. Yeah. And you have a really, really great Instagram. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. We honor you for taking your time out today to come and talk and play and open up and share a side of you that most people can't professionally stalk and find out. So thank you. Thank you for creating this space. BBP listeners, what did I tell you? I'm not playing with you guys in 2022 and every single week going forward. Eleanor is the real deal. If you didn't catch it all from this, just push replay. It's that simple. And please, for the love that of all that is holy, share this with someone in your ecosystem who could benefit from it. You know, you know that person. Don't worry about him or her or them being offended. Just send it and say, heard this, thought of you enjoy, let me know your takeaway, because that starts a conversation. Similar to what Eleanor was talking about earlier, a lot of us just stop at sharing and not asking for anything else. 
that person you haven't talked to in the last four months, that lead that you had in that you think could also benefit from that, use this episode, share it with them. I thought of you, such and such was a good point. Pull something out, make it a conversation and then seal it with a bow by saying, would love to hear your feedback. Let's have tea in the next couple of weeks and talk about it or coffee or whatever. Do it virtually, do it in person, do whatever your soul is calling you forth to do, but just do it. The only other ask I have for you is to enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.